So what's which one of you is producing this now? That Kevin said he I'm won't. I'm fucking anymore. producing it for my wow. sins. Is it still the Rouge One podcast, or is this now an offshoot? No, it's still no, the Rouge One podcast. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if this was Ke- like a. Kevin will come voice. back eventually, or he's dead. Who can say? Maybe both. Yeah. We hypothesized that he was dead. Sure. Are you recording too, Matt? Yes, indeed. Okay, Matt, give me a time check. Let's hear. What are you at? Uh, one fifty-five. Okay, what are you at, Brian? Uh, one minute on the dot. Now one hundred one. Okay, one hundred one. Then I will be at two forty. Five. Matt, this doesn't work if you walk away, you bitch. <laughs> God damn it! Immediately. <laughs> to episode 111 of the Rouge One podcast. I am your host who was not sure he would come back to record, Sud Sampath. We're doing it again, again, and again. Heck cool. Special guest. I'm a palindrome for this palindromic episode, Brian Fisher. Brian Fisher isn't a palindrome, but tell me something that you did do that might actually fit palindrominess. I just got excited when I heard it was episode 111. That's a lot of ones. Uh, yeah, I was going to say I'm the fourth one, but I didn't think anybody would get it. I certainly don't. I don't get it either. What does it mean? <laughs> yeah, you got to explain that. Like after, after the there's one, there's three ones, and then I'd be the fourth one. Oh, sure. So when we get to episode 1111, you'll be the fifth one? When, yeah, <laughs> if and when. Uh, hey, don't set your sights so low. What's uh, yeah. what I've done? that's palindromic. I've been because I'm a masochist. I've been replaying Final Fantasy VIII on my PlayStation Five. That's right. I waited months and months to get my hands on it. What do I do? Play a game from 1999. Oh, I, I have I have questions mess. about this. No, no, no. Wait, is this the remaster they re-released with like the new pixels, or is yeah. that not out yet? No, it is. It is. Oh no, oh, this is, is so they're doing a remaster, a pixel remaster of the old ones. They did a remaster of eight where they finally found like the source stuff because that's why they it took them so long allegedly is that square literally couldn't find like the assets they used in eight wait so which one is this one is it the pixel remaster or the it is a remaster that came out i think a couple years ago it's got trophies in it right like i have 2019 yeah 2019 that's right um let me see some pictures and so it's 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 pretty bizarre because like some parts of it they really oh, they, they kingdom hearts it up well, some parts what? of it they really upscaled and other parts they like left and it can be kind of jarring sometimes where it's like this you know the main character squall super high rendered and then he's like next to you know quistus oh, group backgrounds two. are all pre-rendered yeah yeah i remember that. which like okay. you know they could have i don't know maybe oh yeah because they had the like um the like um 
videos playing like as the background in that game like yeah exactly the cgi movies but like it, those aren't upgraded not some are but some aren't it's weird and it's like okay i'm paying for a remaster how hard is it to wow. remember just like an Holy ai shit. yeah you're looking at pictures Dude. yeah no 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 look at this uh i'm gonna put this in the podcast chat matt this is fucking madness like this is driving me insane just like, like the balam garden scenes Yes. Yeah. It's like one wow. is super crisp, and the other is a blurry nightmare. Mm-hmm. And like even I mean the... that's kind of like what playing the uh, the first one was like. Yeah, but you didn't know any better back in like. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nineteen ninety nine, and it was, was the like PlayStation a... One. So it was, but like now playing yeah. it on a PlayStation Five, we're like, like saving. You don't even see the bar fill up. It just saves immediately because the hardware is so beyond <laughs> what it uh what it's trying to do. But yeah, I don't so understand. I've... Like, I, I, I do remember this. Like now that you mention it, because I, I played a little bit of it, but I remember I was getting a headache. Because like within scenes, you'd get stuff that's yes. like really well done. Like in this screenshot, um, Squall's really good. Two of the random classmates who I don't think you ever talk to again in the game are good. And then Cipher uh, to the left of Squall is also in glorious high def. But everyone else was like washed out as all hell. It's, it's pretty Absolutely. bizarre. And it's also weird because, like, it would be one thing of, like, okay, we're just going to do main characters. But there are random side characters who are, like, really well done. And others who just, like, seemingly the same amount of importance as the well done side characters. They're just like, ah, fuck it. We don't need to render these uh-huh. guys. So it, it's been interesting to play through. And also just Wait, remembering so how... it's not hurting your head? It is fun. not. Um, okay. What's hurting my head is the story. I tried to explain it to Charmy the other day, and boy, oh, wait, wait, what did you? How did you start this? Yeah, explain the did story you, to me. Okay, wait, no, so, did you start well, it? Still did you no start idea. it with Laguna, or did you start it with Squall? Oh no, I completely cut out the Laguna part because I was like, uh, "There's no way to explain it." So I basically was just like, "Okay." Wait, sorry, Brian. I, yeah. Before I before you go, go ahead. so you didn't play this one either, too, Matt. Like Final Fantasy VII was that much of a toxic mess for you that you would didn't even try eight. Uh, I don't. I remember like watching people play it, but never playing it myself. Uh, but why? It just seemed like more of the same. I don't know. Okay, so that it, my my supposition was correct that you were so salty about seven that you wouldn't play eight. <laughs> Okay. I'm sorry, Brian. Well, no, it's, wh- it's quite you... all right. So yeah, I think what I said was just like. So, step one, you have child soldiers who are being trained at this university. You in go Ballum Garden. The Ballum yep. Garden. You go and you, you know, become, you pass your test and commit some war crimes and become a full-fledged uh, mercenary. You then go and try to assassinate a president of a different country who it turns out is a zombie. So then you regroup and are on the run and you go to a different garden where they tell you, now here's what we're going to do. We're going to assassinate the sorceress you've never heard of. So you go to the opposing country's capital city, try and assassinate the sorceress. Oh, wait, it doesn't work. You ambush her. She throws an ice pick through your head. Some people say you die. We're not getting into that. Moving on, you wake up in a desert prison. The desert prison you escape from, but then you realize that country is bombing your home garden. So your party splits up. One goes to a missile base to try and stop the bombing. The other goes to the garden. You get to the garden. Everything's going to hell. 
there's a civil war going on and you're kind of going, hey, maybe we should stop fighting because there's bombs coming. He saved the garden from the bombs because it turns out it's actually a giant fucking ship. So you fly, you get the ship in the air, narrowly avoiding the bombs. But then it turns out the whole school has been run by this weird, su- uh, I, I'm going to call it like a Sumi fish looking uh norg guy that you have to fight to defend your school from the guy who owns it apparently then you crash into this uh you you crash into this uh place in the middle of the ocean they fix your the school so you can actually steer it eventually you learn the sorceress you sent to kill was actually your foster mother and you and everybody you're in the party with grew up together but by using the summons in this game you lose your memory and then you track her down but by the time you track her down it turns out there's another flying school you literally crash them into each other you fight all your way through the school you get to the sorceress you fight through your teenage rival beat him get to the sorceress fight her knock her out but what happens oh it turns out this evil sorceress not so evil not only is she your former uh your former foster mother but she's been possessed by a sorceress from the future you guessed it so what happens next of course that evil sorceress from the future possesses a different sorceress who is that the love of your life your girlfriend renoa so then you're into the third disc where you're trying to figure out oh god what do i do i gotta save my girlfriend who's being possessed by this future sorceress what's the quick answer to that of course let's go to space because there's a different sorceress out there who we locked up after she took over a country and raised waged war on the entire world out in space your girlfriend gets taken over jumps out of the space station releases herself to a to the evil sorceress who's locked up and then you as a brooding teenager like what do i do my girlfriend's in space better jump out after her there's a mini game you jump out you're saving her it's beautiful and then you catch her and it's like oh god we're about to die we're in space we don't have a spaceship but lo and behold what happens spaceship comes by you get the fucking ragnarok it's a spaceship you fly it back to uh the planet and then at this point there's giant monsters flying in from the moon you go you fight the evil sorceress who's being possessed by another evil sorceress and then at, once you defeat that evil sorceress, there's still the future evil sorceress to deal with. So you engage in this thing called time compression, which is even more confusing than it sounds like. You go to the future, you kill the evil sorceress, but it turns out there's, there's a whole rule that sorceresses have to pass their power on. So what happens? You go back in time, back way prior to the earliest beginning events of the game, where you see the future sorceress give up her sorceress powers to your foster mother, thus putting in place into event all of the uh, events that put set into motion the events of the game so it is in fact all one big time closed loop that's the what story do you think about Final that Matt? did you write this down me yeah <laughs> <laughs> this test no, on I was listening okay. but yeah no it's that sounds fairly interesting and if you like tests this game is full of tests because in they this game introduced the seed system. The seed is the name of the mercenary company you're a part of. And you can, like, every, like, 20 minutes or so, you just get paid. And if you want to get paid more, you take written tests that test your knowledge of the game to get pay raises. It's very bizarre. Wow. How many words do you think that was? I would say, I think I did it in less than a thousand. Okay. The Wikipedia entry is 707 words. Oh, damn it. I was too verbose. I thought I was really flying through it. 
I don't know. I feel like I can understand the Wikipedia entry, and I, mean, I don't you understand yours. Like, what, like ninety hours of gameplay into? Yeah, oh, and I basically cut many. out all uh, all side stories, the Laguna stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> it yeah. turns out you keep having these hallucinations of what you don't know is your father uh, and his adventures. So, does it make you want to play the game, Matt? No. How many... Uh, so, where are you right now? Are you, like, disc one still? No, I... So, I mean, obviously, there are no discs in the remastered sure, version. But, but yes. I am like on di- the middle of disc two. I'm in so, Fisherman's Horizon. That's before they're hanging off the side of the digging machine, which ends, like, one of the discs? No, that that's the beginning of disc two. Um, oh, okay. So, I'm past that. Disc one ends when you're trying to assassinate the sorceress. And you yeah, fail. with Irvine. And yeah. he's like a huge bitch about it. Well, no, it makes sense later because you find out he remembers that you're asking him to assassinate his fucking uh, foster mom. Yeah, but he's also like a highly trained assassin. So like, why does that stop him? Because he sees who it is. He was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go kill a sorceress. Cool. But then when he's actually aiming down the sights, he's like, oh, my God, they want me to kill basically my mom. Uh-huh. But also, I don't know. It never stopped Hitman, Agent 47. <laughs> so That would be a much of... different game. Uh, so are you going to actually finish playing it? How? Wait, wait. So uh, this game cannot have hold up well. Because uh, like, you have to like sit there and draw. Like He didn't talk about the draw system or yes. like playing it... cards. So and so, how many hours have you spent just like collecting magic from like one fucking, uh, I don't know, I don't even remember the monsters in the game. Yeah, like, no, I I ooze. did grind a little in the beginning, but I I looked up the speed running strategy so I wouldn't have not because I'm speed running it but because I'm way too lazy and like there's a monster at the beginning of the game you can grind like six items from which drop fairly regularly to give you like you can refine them into a pretty powerful magic spell that makes your strength basically one-shot everything through the first disc. And I'm just now getting to the point where I'm not I'm not one-shotting everything anymore, including bosses. Okay. And, like, the, the remastered version has, like, press a button and basically get constant limit breaks and have your health bar refilled, uh, which is a much more enjoyable way to play it because, like, there's little to no grinding, especially in a game that actively punishes you grinding. Is uh, the random encounters you face level up with you. So if you go grind, like normally in a JRPG, in a turn-based JRPG, you're struggling, just go grind a little bit, out-level things, it'll be a lot easier. In this game, if you grind, everything gets stronger with you, so it's actually to your advantage to not grind. Wow. And then how many times have you just like been hammering the square button for all the guardian force attacks a very significant amount yes i i'm sure i'm going to destroy the new playstation 5 controller because it's just like why you know it's got all this sensitive inputs and instead i'm just smashing it as hard as i can totally i have to say like although you're right that it stops the grinding like the point they still make you grind like if you didn't know better you have to grind for spells yeah. Like you can't beat that game otherwise, and it's absolutely terrible. Um, people love the card game, Go. Did you play the card game a lot? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Triple Triad. Triple Triad, yeah. The card I game? Lo- I remember loving that. The card game is great, but it has these... I, I forgot about this, that every like region has its own individual rules, 
and they spread like a fucking virus and some of the rules are <laughs> awful and if you fuck up and talk to the wrong person you can spread these just you, the game becomes unplayable so i've had to like restart a couple times when it's just like oh now elements uh rule everywhere and it's like what the fuck does that mean because traditionally the way it works is like it's card and it's got numbers you have like a power level yeah and it literally numbers in the top left or top right left bottom and left and it's like whoever has the higher number is going to win and it's like a you know a three by three grid and you're just trying to take the most cards by the end super simple super fun super engaging but then like it can get so fucking weird and so irritating so yeah it's uh the game is fun what i've been enjoying though there's like a ton of side quests that I never knew about and there's just like a ton of stuff that like I it like blows my mind that this is in the game because I feel like I've played this game a few times but this is like the first that I'm really getting into it like apparently there's a whole side quest where like the librarian at Balam Garden has a crush on Zell one of the party members which I never knew about um and it like is a way to get one of his limit breaks there's like basically a school online forum you can access through the classroom that updates as the game's going through and it like makes riffs on like hot like the lack of hot dogs in the cafeteria but also like hints at crazy story things that previously i was like this game's weird it doesn't doesn't have any uh any indication these things are going to happen which is like final fantasy's bread and butter is dumb uh foreshadowing so it's been interesting to go back and kind of redo it and be a little more uh, let's explore everything rather than mash buttons to get to the end. At the end of it all, do you think that the Final Fantasy VII remake is going to be more complicated than FF8? Ooh. I feel like it already is. Really? I feel like I can explain Final Fantasy Remake, and I've read this Wikipedia entry like three or four times, and I'm still not sure. I mean, it's exactly just sorceresses happens. passing their powers on to one another, and... Uh, like a virus, like an STD. Yeah, basically. And it's, it's like a STD slash Highlander rules. There always has to sure. be a sorceress, but uh-huh. there can only be one There has sorceress. to be some venereal disease. <laughs> there can only be one have. syphilitic outbreak. Right. Balam Garden's really an uh, allegory for for the spread of, I don't know, I guess syphilis. It is just um, interesting to me that like I was so okay with playing this game about like literal child soldiers. Like the people in this game are yeah but you probably think that's fucking cool man like it's like anime yeah Yeah, it's super anime like i'm super into like gundam and every single one of those is like about about a child like committing mass atrocities and then deciding to kill themselves because of their uh unresolved um guilt it's awesome man like i don't know see here's the thing like if i had the opportunity to be like would you would you be cipher like would you choose that in your life being cipher yeah so the choice is be an asshole at school but like still a star pupil and then become the sorceress's knight no i don't know i i I... would you would you would you rather have your job now or be or do that at the end of it all oh boy uh i don't have to kill anybody in my job now and but, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're gonna be like doing dope shit. You fucking uh, have Gilgamesh like end you, right? Like that's how he dies. 
That is um, how he died. If you do the Odin side quest, yes. He yeah, one-shots yeah. Odin, and then Gilgamesh comes back to take sweet, sweet revenge. God, this game is so complicated. You're right. But Everything might be more rad, complicated. Man. Than... Like, you killed a god, and then you died. Yeah. Like, what, are, what, what are you doing? You're enforcing a governmental cartel for tax purposes. <laughs> well, it's just Cypher is enforcing a different governmental cartel. The, the Galbanian Yeah, but he cartel. has a sick blade. Yeah, like, they don't give me a gun blade. That would be better. I think people would respect my orders more if I had a gun blade. You'd have a gun blade. You get to go into space. Um, I don't think Cypher goes don't... into space. Uh, I mean, there's the potential possibility That's of going true. into space. They just have this like, space like, bus terminal that anybody can go on, seemingly. Yeah. Wow. I don't know. What would you what would you do, Matt? Would you rather be a knight who's killed by a god at the age of like eighteen, or would you be a cook? I think this is a no brainer. Like I yeah, have to say, like this I mean, is easy. For sure, I mean, you go out pretty, you know, hard and fast at eighteen by like, you know, be a cool super assassin guy. Yeah. Well, actually, does he die? Boy. I'm not sure he dies. I don't remember. I'm not sure if he does. I just does know that Gilgamesh die? fucking owns him. Uh, well, the problem is that you go back in time a lot, so it could very well be that he does not die because he would have gone back in time before Cypher died. No, I honestly think what happens is you defeat him at the end of Disc 3, and his friends are just like, we don't want to do this anymore. And he's like, okay, let's bail. And like, that's, that's even better. You don't have to die. <laughs> yeah, that's I like think, the best. I'm of... pretty sure that's how it ends. Okay. Just incredible. That's rad. I that's that's cool. Do you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's like plausible, but yeah. Where does this rank in your Final Fantasy rankings? Oh God. Uh, probably, definitely top five. I All have right, not top five. Let me hear it. Uh love seven is that the original or remake because they're very different they're very different you uh remake is great but like it's almost not a final fantasy <laughs> it's so it's so insane man you put me on the spot um seven nine remake of seven ten eight uh and 14 i've been surprised with how much i like but with a tie between probably 14 and no six. love for six in that, that tie five, between 14 and six me. i think is the end because the six is so good where it's just like you're starting out and like you get you know you're hanging out with moogles you're in the little crazy machines it's like oh yeah this isn't even the main character like what a great bait and switch i don't know who's the main character of six ah uh, oh my god what's his name not tara um, Tara's a girl, so no. yeah, that's who you start out as, right? But I don't know. I couldn't tell you who the main character of Six is because it's a very ensemble cast. The pirate, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I think Locke. I guess Locke would be a contender if you had to choose one, but it'd be Tara or Locke. Yeah, I think it'd be Locke because Tara, you're kind of like trying to save. <clears throat> Although Tara goes and saves everybody else after the calamity. Spoilers yes. for like a fucking twenty year old game. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why six is so great, is it's just like, oh yeah, you lose and the world ends and you have to undo it. Is Chrono Trigger a Final Fantasy game? Uh no, mm, but it is a great is game, it? but a similar similar thing. Dragon Quest eleven also has a similar thing, which makes it great. Matt, what's your favorite I, Is it nine? I bet it's nine. Or is it five? No four. 
four with Cecil? I like four. Four it's is easy. great. It just starts out with like war crime after war crime. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I mean, the it's Dark very are cool. intense. Yeah, it's yeah. a very intense, um, like fantasy. Yeah, it's very trope. It's like grim dark almost. Yeah, it's very grim dark. You do it's... some crazy shit. You go to the moon for you know, yeah. do weird shit. The Red Wings are not messing around. All over the place. Cecil's I, the kind really of guy. Like how... Oh, sorry. You... I really like the paladins, like. It's just when like, they come back and stop being yeah, Dark Knights it, it, and start being Paladins. Yeah, it's just like a cool dynamic that's not in a lot of games. Uh, I was going to make a joke that like Cecil's the kind of guy who'd listen to Stained albums on repeat. <laughs> like while he's well, just going through and murdering is, people. Um, part of like the the like kind of brokenness of the old ways where it's like you come across those creatures where um, there's a section of the game where you're playing as Cecil and just as him and you uh you're like uh not quite the white you're still like the dark knight right so you don't have any like magic or any powers and you keep coming across the fucking blobs that require like elemental magic damage to do damage to Mm -hmm. and if you just hit them with anything else it does one damage and like i remember that just being such a big pain in the ass because like it's like a it shouldn't have taken me as long to get through that section as it did. Just, I'll never forget it because you keep coming across those enemies. It's like, I don't have anything to hurt them with. Like, literally. And it, I just sit there and do one damage for fucking 50 turns. And even with five characters, it still takes forever. No, like, you're just by yourself. It's like Cecil's cut off from everyone else. If I, if oh, I no, you're before. right in that part, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wasn't 4 you also the one to introduce the active time battle? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So you're just like waiting and waiting for that stuff to regenerate or whatever. Is five like the <laughs> forgotten Final Fantasy game? I've not. I will yeah, admit I've never would, played it. I, mean, I like Bart's. I like the game. It's good. I just feel like no one talks about it except for Ben. But Ben's like very contrarian. Well, when he was alive, he's dead now. He's off the podcast. He's dead. He's off. No, I he's just dead. That's why he's off the podcast. It's oh, not a egg thing. Yeah, no, he died. He yeah, died. I don't know. It just seems like, um, like looking back at pictures and stuff from it, it's like I don't remember anything. From <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, do you remember what the main bad guy was called? This is like new metal as shit. This is like a Slipknot album name. I got nothing. No, what's his name? It's X Death. X Death. Yeah, they're fighting against X-Death, and he comes I mean, back. To be the fair, final boss is called Neo-X-Death, which is like... Neo-X-Death? That, That's awesome. Yeah, if that isn't like a progressive death metal band, I don't know what is. Uh, but there, there you are. I'm sure it already exists. Uh, yeah, one, one, one hopes. Came out for the Super Famicom. Hell yeah. Um, okay, well, what else did you do besides fucking grinding for magic? Uh, played some Dota, and uh, that's about it. That sounds it. like fucking dog shit. Are you, um... Mostly got told st- to kill myself by a bunch of 16-year-olds before making one mistake in a 40-minute game. That, uh, you, that's uh, delightful. Well, we're, was top fed? <laughs> uh, mid was so fat. Easy mid, easy okay. game. Okay. How was the jungling? Uh, that's a league thing, you peasant. What, you don't <laughs> jungle in Dota? No. 
because the lane creeps give way more gold and experience. You only go to the jungle if you fucked up or if you've already cleared the lane and you can't push further because it's dangerous because you have no vision. See, Dota's, um, uh, MOBAs have changed, man. I don't believe you. So, do People you prefer are so, to be I, called the F-word, or do you prefer to be told to kill yourself? Uh, I prefer people to be nice to me, but if I had to No, pick, you don't get that I, option. No, yeah, shut the fuck I, up. I, I you don't I, get that option. What, what are you choosing? I like being called, told to kill myself. Because then really? it's just... It's, well, okay, in the, in, the, in the hierarchy of slurs. Well, like, then uh, it's specific to me. Like, it's not okay. that like I'm bringing down a group of people that this person associates with me with. Like that I what if okay, what represent. if they said what if they said I like f words but I don't like you f word if they put in the if they put in the the effort for that I'd be way more cool with it like okay, okay. this is just about me then and not about <laughs> a broader commentary on a group of people like if okay. kill yourself is like very specific you know no one should tell anybody to kill themselves but in terms of the hierarchy of how I'd like people to inflame me online I'd prefer it to be specific to me. How many times have you told someone to kill themselves in Dota? Zero. I have, really? Okay. I, I prefer the uh, pinging the map about 9,000 times and then just typing question mark in all chat. Uh huh. That That's my that's, way of doing it. Gotcha. That's uh, good. I, I respect Or like that. spamming well played over and over until the console tells me I can't say anything again. Is <laughs> so like... Given the level of toxicity, what do you possibly find? Okay, I'm sorry. Let's just start this from the beginning. All right, this is a new podcast. What do you think it is about the MOBA. That's thing? exactly what I was going to say, Matt. The great minds think alive. Though, get, start from I'm a baby. I'm sure a dumb baby who should kill himself. What do I need to do? <laughs> well, do I have to the get place into for you? MOBAs? Yeah. So I, I can only speak to Dota. I tried getting into league and thought it was dumb. Uh, Wait, what's the difference? Okay, start yeah. there. Yeah, I don't believe you. So, the reason <laughs> I, I like... they're just different skins. Yeah, right? that, like, exactly. I, well, the reason I sorry. like... The, the problem with League is that not all of the characters are available to everybody. And so, there are just characters that you may never see more than once. And it's just like you're in a game and it's like, I have no idea what this other character does. Versus oh, Dota. You don't know what they do or what they're... Right, so like, how do I know how to react to that? And in Dota, what I like about it is, like, while characters may be designed to do fulfill a certain role, any character can do any role because of the way the items work. And like, What does MOBA stand for again? I'm sorry. Uh, is it Multiplayer like... Online Battle Arena? What? Hmm. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, I think. Let me look this up. That, that Isn't that any so multiplayer game? Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> why Multi- is it Quake yeah, a MOBA? Multiplayer Online Battle Arena video game. Uh, maybe because the map is considered an arena. Yeah, well, I think Quake it's... is an arena. Quake could yeah, be like more three. of an arena. Quake Qu- Three was called Quake. Yeah, three Quake Three Arena. three arena. Isn't that not a MOBA? Was that the it's first? A MOBA. Yeah. yeah, it's a MOBA. So uh, I don't know. Blame the people who came up with Aeon of Strife. Right, I'm, apparently I'm was sorry. The first I'm being I'm being super bitchy about this. Let's start again. No, this All is right, perfect so, for Dota. Okay, so. I have the mentality of someone who should be playing uh, Dota consistently, and I feel like I'm really wasting my life. So you need to level me up here. All right. Sure. So you, I, I, I need to, I need, I need to get into Dota. What do I do? So you start playing it, and you're gonna get your ass kicked over and over and over again. Um, I because I keep feeding people. Yes, I played it in okay. law school. 
um, with some buddies who were a lot better than me and kind of taught me. And it, it is like a extremely punishing and unwelcoming game for uh, new people because it's like people tell you to play against bots, but the bots, even the hardest ones, are kind of brain dead. Um, and then you play against people who actually know what they're doing. And like even the lowest of the low ranks, which admittedly I am in because I'm not good at this game, people are way better than they were back in 2014 when I was playing um, previously. So I started playing again because they I heard they were doing this like revamp for new players and I had casually followed the pro scene uh, because it, they're fun to watch. Even. When was the revamp? This year? Yeah, it coincided with the anime coming out. There's an anime? Yeah, it's on... Did- it's on Netflix. Did you watch the anime yeah, too? I did. I don't even like. Anime, oh my god! What is it about? I can't even. Per- it's about the heroes. Yeah, I mean, it, they're just it, kind it of. It takes place in a world. I just thought it was a bunch of Blizzard knockoffs. Oh no! There's there is a whole bunch of really insane lore behind. Dude, everything. you're so bad at this, Brian. If you're going to convince me, you should have started with the world. What is the world? Dude, I okay. I love lore in video games. The lore in Dota is the most confusing thing in the world. There's no right, fucking way. Like it. if I start talking about it, everyone's going to turn this podcast off. They already did when you gave yeah, them that there's... spiel about the Final Fantasy 18 thing or 8 thing. <laughs> what, Fair enough. Like, what? Yeah, this is. This is the Brian off the rails cast. Yeah. Like, this is this is why I get invited to participate in the podcast like once every six months, and then they're like, oh, "Never you can again." Come on, from now on, I mean, we lost two of our members. There are two slots yeah. open. Um, ben is Ben is in forever sleep. Yeah, he got a job. He can't. He a job yeah, is death. Yeah, he must he just job keep sleeping. He died, and then he died. Yeah. So okay, so the basic. Like, the the whole thing with Dota 2 lore is it's like, nobody really, and this is like all canon, everything happened so long ago, nobody remembers shit, and all of these heroes and gods and people just kind of found themselves in this universe fighting each other. Like, there's literally Zeus and Mars, you know, like, Greek gods, then there's like, Uh you know, just literal uh warcraft 3 ripoffs that they've come up with like full yeah. uh come up with is a strong term but please continue. <laughs> they've come up with you know backstories for it's very silly um mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's i can't i don't i nobody gives a shit about the lore other than a few people okay. so like i don't really get i can could not tell you i all i know is there's one character called the elder titan who is a playable character in game and I think is the one who created everything and somehow through that creation things got opposed in one side fighting the other and it's So just what's the world called? In. I don't think it's I don't think it has a name. It's called World. Okay, and then there's factions? You said one side fighting the other. There's a Radiant and Dire. Radiant is the bottom left side, Dire is the top right. And so who's good and who's bad? I don't know if it's good or bad, but if you were put a gun to my head, I guess Radiant would be good and Dire would be bad. So it's like a Horde and Alliance situation where, like, you know, the Horde is bad, big quotation marks, but yeah. they have a lot of noble savagery around them. For sure. I mean, it's... Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Ah, uh, this is the most I've thought about Dota 2 lore in forever. Well, what the, happens in the anime? You watch the anime, you should talk about that too. Come on. Well, the we'll the anime, so the anime was months ago, but the anime is follows This podcast particular... hasn't been on for months. I don't know if you knew that, but <laughs> uh, I'm one of the five people that listen to this, of course. Uh, yeah. the the anime is about there's a character called the Dragon Knight and they came up with a specific dragon knight named Davian and it's him getting possessed by an elder dragon. And so is the dragon knight a character in the game? Yes. Uh, is he good? Yeah, he's good. He's I enjoy playing him. He turns into a dragon occasionally. Uh, okay. And the anime is uh, the dragon knight getting possessed whose job it is is to slay dragons, getting possessed by an elder dragon and uh going trying to figure out all the hijinks that ensue from that and i watched it and i was furious because apparently this is a trope in anime the fucking story didn't go anywhere like it was setting up for something and nothing happened it's like wait for season two i guess go to Book anime. Two or whatever so it reminded me why i typically don't watch anime okay so you played so when you start let's go back to getting me into Godota. so Okay, uh, I I'll start. I start Dota. I'm really invested in this world and the Elder God and the Radiant Faction and the Dire Faction and the Dragon Knight. What character do I start as? So there's 128 to choose from. Uh, I thought they banned them. Like, isn't it like a limited selection or something? Like, so before each round, both teams get to. Uh, so it's five v five. Every player can, if they want to. They don't have to pick a player or pick a hero to try to ban when you select right. a hero to ban there's a 50 50 shot it'll be banned or not in what's called all pick um, which is mostly what i play on beyond that the game just kind of knows who are the most picked heroes in that skill bracket and of like the top 10 it gives a 50 50 percent chance that those heroes will be banned so every game it kind of keeps keeps things fresh because some heroes are banned that you can't play um you know in pro games there's a long period where they pick heroes but also specifically ban out uh heroes as well so gotcha. you pick a hero pick one that looks neat to you uh and really then you start playing. you would say i should just pick something that looks cool yes for the most part yes because like there's if there's so much shit going on and you just have to play a couple games and like you're gonna get stomped and you're gonna be like oh that hero looks cool let me try the guy who just stomped me and then like you get stomped you're like oh this hero is weak when it you know xyz happens and like that's kind of how you learn the game you get your ass kicked for probably a hundred hours then you can start enjoying the game cool is that why people are so salty in it mobas because they keep losing I think it's one of those things where people are really pissed where they spend a ton of time and one mistake can cost them an entire game, right? And that's how Dota works. Dota's design, one of the reasons I love about Dota and is different from League is that it's designed for comebacks. Like a team can be really ahead and dominating the game, but they can fuck up and throw the game and the other team can come back and win. Um, there are, you know, certainly stomps happen, but I've been a part of plenty of games where it seemed like a sure victory and we lost, or seemed like we were getting absolutely steamrolled and we came back, which is super satisfying and that's the crack that's the reason I still continue to play. You don't play often, though, do you? 
Oh, I play pretty often. I probably play in the last like month or so. I've probably played a combined thirty hours. So like every there's like a weeknight or a di- a night a week you're playing Dota. Like I'm gonna play yeah, probably. Dota. I don't play on weekends because then it's like even more toxic. But like you know, I might <laughs> on a on a lunch break and I play a quick game. I might check it out. You're not going it's... to Matt, are you really? That convinced I need, you? I need a game to play. I don't know. It's it's the, like that's my thing too. Is since you know I, I stopped playing WoW, I stopped playing Final Fantasy fourteen, and it's fun just to have like kind of a comfort food game, and like with Dota, like I don't care about my ranking. I don't care. You know, it it's fun to just like get into a game, dick around, maybe make some cool plays, and then the game's over. You know, depending on what mode you are, anywhere from twenty minutes to an hour, and like I'm fine committing to that. Okay. Well, how many in your scale? What do you give the Dota anime? It seems like you really hated it. <laughs> I mean, it was cool and it was entertaining. I just wish it had a point. So I would give it four. You weren't like, wow, brows. Lich King, wow. Not quite. That didn't happen. No. Okay. Not, so no what Owen was Wilson's scale? wows. Uh, four furrowed brows. Because you're confused by the yes. animatedness of it. Gotcha. Anything very, else very you want to talk about? I know oh, that do? that was it for me. That's that's really, really it. So who are you handing it off to? Uh, There's like Matt. three's a company up over the <laughs> oh. door. Matt, what uh, what are you there. what have you been up to? Smooth transition over to you. Uh, not much. I mean, I didn't really uh, do anything last week. Um, I did watch the new Suicide Squad movie. Oh How my was God. it? Was it as bad as everybody says it is? Or people say it's bad? Dead? I thought people love it. I was reading that people I... were like, this is the genre's over. If James Gunn can't save it, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the genre is to begin with, but... It's comic book movies. <laughs> I can't... Um... <laughs> what is Dead Made Never Die? I, I liked it. It was, okay. it was good. It didn't really um, feel like a D- DC property oh that's a good sign yeah like it's very different from their other movies i would say it didn't even feel like it was in the dc universe even though they mentioned like superman you know what i mean did they really i mean they meant yeah they say superman once okay i don't know what happens in this movie in the first movie they're trying to kill someone no they're not trying to kill batman they're Mm, no and the first movie was like there was a witch or something okay and she was gonna bring back um i remember the first movie being terrible and and will smith being bored out of his mind visibly on camera yeah the entire uh movie was pretty bad the first one this one was much better in terms of like i would you know recommend watching it what happened what's the premise I, i literally don't know anything about this uh, they have to go to this uh, country off of the coast of South America. Of course. And uh, it's like an island, right? Like Isa Nublar in Jurassic Park. It's uh, called Maltese or something. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, there's like an old um, Nazi research facility. That Checkmark. That this thing called project starfish and they need to go and destroy project all the starfish <laughs> yeah because the the the, uh, 
the end of the movie, it's got uh, Starro the Conqueror, the great DC vi uh, villain. Sure, man. How was the Sylvester Stallone? Cosmic starfish. How was Sylvester Stallone as King Shark? King Shark is um, is a tr is fun. He's a good good uh, you know, comic relief. The CGI isn't bad. He, it's funny that it's Sylvester Stallone because he just says dumb things in the dumb Sylvester Stallone <laughs> voice, so it's great. Um, Keep getting them checks. Like yeah. that guy is just doing great. <laughs> right. So you liked it, Action. like so you're happy they yeah, rebooted it's like, it. It's it's funny. It's 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 gory. It, it reminded me of like um, almost like Venture Bros in a way where you have these like really dumb bad like heroes that are like almost look like it's almost like satirical, but these are like real DC like pulls. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So is this a sequel to the first, or did they retcon the first movie? The rec the move the first movie is gone from the ether. Uh, unsure if it is retcon. So it's not like they don't even suicide mention it. I mean, no, they don't mention. But there's no mention that this is the first time they've, because like it seems like that's bizarre to me. Because it's, it's like not because like when Harley Quinn shows up, it she, seems like it's uh, it's not the first her time. First or it is her first time. Or it is no, her. Oh yeah. No, she's like. I'm back or whatever you know. Oh, okay. wait. So it's is like, do they reference the Birds of Prey movie? Um, sort they they reference the fact that she's like not with the Joker anymore. Okay. Which is like part of that. That's movie. part of Birds of Prey. But yeah. like, they don't really reference any of the events from Birds of Prey or any of the characters. What is what are they doing? Is this like how, that's why I said it doesn't feel like it's like part of the same. It just is this completely it feels like it's a completely separate thing it's okay. really weird got yeah. it um why do they have like nude pictures of margot robbie like why are they doing like why does she have to do these movies does she like harley quinn that much yeah it's probably part of like a warner brothers contract she probably yeah they probably signed like when they first like got her like this is perfect casting they signed her she's up a, a really great actress and she's she probably signed up to do like a, bunch a billion of movies, movies, and then they're like, "Well, they're all sucking, so I don't." We just well, let's put like... you back at Harley Quinn. Let's let well, me yeah, do this thing again. And I think it's like you know, remember how The Rock had to do Escape from Witch Mountain? Like he, they got him for the Mummy, and then it's like, "Oh yeah, we own you for ten years now." Yeah, we have to just keep cranking them out. Oh, speaking of wrestlers who act, how's John Cena? Pretty funny. I mean, could he you see does, him like comedy stuff? Good. Well, he's like uh, a main character, right? Yeah, he is. He's he's quite out in the open. You got it. You, you, you can see him. him. Yes. Uh huh. Um, it is a good character. I don't quite understand what his character is. Uh, what is a peacemaker? Peacemaker. Yeah. Like he just seems like he's an assassin, but I don't. I don't know. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, like, spe speaking of killing ourselves, did I ever tell you about the time when I begged John Cena to retweet me, uh, where I'd kill my kill myself? No. <laughs> Well, I did. I was like, John Cena, please retweet this picture of this cake I baked for you, or I'll kill myself. He did. Yeah, he did. What did he say? It was like, hey, great cake. Also, please don't do it. He, you know, maybe it's still there, but he like retweeted. Then he linked like a like a like a suicide hotline. I was like, thanks, John Cena. John Cena really cares. He can see me. 
Yeah, Ooh. it's just like John Cena. I love you. Please retweet me, or I'll kill myself. And it was a cake with. And then I had like my hands in front of me, you know, like the you can't see me. This I feel uh, like we're gonna have to post a uh, content warning at the beginning of this episode, and at the end list the suicide hotline ourselves because we've yeah, t- talking about I, a lot of suicide yeah, talk. That's, this episode. that's the responsible hey, thing to do. Hey, I didn't tell anyone to kill themselves. I just said Dota makes people want to kill themselves, and that John Cena is a good guy who made sure that I didn't kill myself. Made sure you didn't kill that's yourself. It. Yeah. If I, if anything I accomplished in my life is here today, it's because John Cena retweeted that picture of a cake when I begged him to do so. I didn't even know you had a Twitter. Uh, uh, I do not advertise it because perhaps it is not something I would want to have advertised. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to have I a burner. W- yeah, uh, I don't. I am like the ultimate um, lurker, and I try to like subtweet people. Um, sure. Can like, I make a suggestion? Ex- yeah, what's up? Without tagging him, if you write Glenn Greenwald anywhere in your tweet, he will see it and he will get mad at you. And I love it so much. It's Paul Surprise. So, oh, let's I'm talk. So let's talk about, about it. Yeah, let's talk about weird shit in the Twitter sphere. So you know, um, <laughs> I don't know much about Twitter. Oh, I I know a lot about weird shit on Twitter because like I find it endlessly fascinating and ridiculously stupid. You know, Yoko Taro, creator of Near yeah. Automata. Okay. Yeah. So Yoko Taro is obsessed with pornographic material of 2B, and I have oh, sent I him know. pornographic oh, really? material of 2B. <laughs> I and he's like, yes, self-made. send me more. No, I just found it on DeviantArt. It was uh, 2B. <laughs> As you're trolling was, DeviantArt, sure. Well, no, what I saw that he's like, please send me more pictures of 2B. And then, like, there's so much porn of 2B. And I was like, all right, well, let me send him, like, a picture of 2B with a giant mechanical penis fucking uh, 9S, 9s, who's, like, the twink, who's, like, it's obliterated. Um, Yeah. And then he was just, like, and it was, like, super English. Like, I don't, I mean, all right. I will will say this. Do not let this be a reflection on me. But uh, it it was, like. What a preface. uh, I. It's uh, context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for literal context. I I love much. Please send more. It was like P L I S. Send more, and I was like, "Thanks, Yokotaro. I will." <laughs> and I never I have a did, new mission I, in life, dude. It's the best. Like, um, it it, it is like the exact opposite of uh, Hideaki uh, Kamiya. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he created Jump May Cry. And, like, any, like, slight criticism of a game, he'll just ban you. And so I've had to... I, I've it's been banned block. multiple times uh, by him. Only, mostly because I complained about Bayonetta in Smash, who is egregious. Uh, so that, that's, like, my adventures in the gaming Twitter sphere. Um, oh, and that and, uh, like, The Last of Us 2 tryhard folks who get really fucking upset. Oh, yeah, The Last of Us too. Part 2 is not canon. Oh yeah, it's it's awful, man. Like, those people are insane. We're talk- yeah, like it's just like it's super toxic, and so like I'll just um, I'll like link lesbian like porn <laughs> of uh, uh, of the two main characters in The Last of Us Part Two. They just get so upset um, because they hate the fact that Ellie's gay. Like I think that's where it comes from. It's not just that she's a woman. 
is that she's a, a, an out gay woman, like very specifically in that game. And it's actually a huge part of her character arc. And so I'll just link stuff like that too. That That is what I do in my spare time. I don't play video games. I, I'm, in, I'm in Twitter. This is now but, um, a Twitter shitposting podcast. Hell yeah, yeah. Twitter shitposting. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so, so what would you give Suicide Squad? <laughs> How many mats do you give it? Uh, six. That's not very seven. good. Seven. Okay. Would there's you a s- couple good bits. Like, there's a couple good funny bits. I mean, I don't know. It's, I feel like a, a seven's okay. A seven's okay. Yeah. Like, I feel like if a movie is a seven, like, it's worth two hours of my time. And, like, it's not going to change yeah, my like, life. But, like, it'll... I will not regret the two hours I spent. Like it's a lot better than like like last week that I talked about a lot of shit movies I watched. You watched a lot of shit movies last week. Yeah, and yeah. this was just like not that shitty. So. so if you could trade all the shitty movies you watched for the two hours you saw with uh, Suicide Squad, would you do it? I don't know, cause like I just I already you, live with you, both of them, so <laughs> <laughs> I've already done this, so I yeah, can't make I an equivalent. I don't know if it would improve my life that much. Okay. Did you do anything else to improve your life, Matt? Um, no, I mean, I um, I watched a uh, HBO documentary. Ooh, which one? Let me hear it. It's called The Music Box, I think. What's um, it? It was what? about hmm. uh, the 1999... Uh, Woodstock fiasco. This is the Ringer one, Brian. Did you hear like uh like the Ringer partnership they have with uh, HBO? Oh, like Bill okay. Yeah, was it good? So this is the was first the... one they released. It. Yeah, was it any good? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good actually. Nice. Uh, very uh, interesting slice of time right there. That one. I hear that, that whole thing weekend. was a shit show. I really don't know oh much about gosh. it. I can't believe it even was like okayed. I just know, remember like... like mud being thrown at all the artists. I remember it being really uh, muddy. I remember like one of the frames collapsing, but like the rest of it, yeah, I just like, feel. I there's didn't... just so much to it. Like there was like, um, like the whole thing was on like a fucking air, old air force base. So it was like on a all the concerts were like on a tarmac. You know what I uh-huh. mean? Like, wait, is that bad? Summer is like the hottest. Uh, oh, it got too hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just and like. Ooh. And there was like you know very little uh, water facilities, and people started um, breaking holes in the water pipes to get access to the water because they're so that's desperate. That's really hardcore. Yeah, like I don't know and how thirsty nobody gets I the water be. because it eventually you know, and uh, well because they were like people were just like there was like these um, community water stations right. And you can go and, like, you know, fill up your water bottle or whatever. But, like, they said, like, people were taking baths in them and shit. And, like, just, like, um, then the, the, all the latrines flooded. And people thought it was, like, mud. So they were, like, sloshing around in it. But it's, like, no, you're just, just, that's just waste. Like, this just all, it was just a nasty, terrible three days at, goes to show that like Yikes. that type of music was not uh, meant for that type of scene like 
Well, it's just the, the 90s were the fucking like, cesspit of culture, so it would make sense that that music right. would produce such an awful, awful music fe- uh, music festival. Who were the headliners? Yeah. Like uh, Limp Bizkit, Red Hot <laughs> Chili Peppers, Rage Against the Machine. Like, Oh, man. The hilarious thing was is that Alanis Morissette went on before Limp Bizkit. So, like, the crowd for Alanis Morissette was all these people waiting to see Limp Bizkit. Oh my god! It, it's just like, <laughs> did they boo her off the stage? No, but like nobody's vibing to it. You oh know? my god! All right, so this is a quote from MTV host Kurt Loder describing the scene. The whole scene was scary. There was just waves of hatred bouncing around the place. It was clear we had to get out of there. It was like a concentration camp. That's uh okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Let's uh no let let's. Poor choice of words. Um, right. Holy I shit. Eyewitnesses bad, reported not... a crowd surfing woman being pulled down into the crowd and content warning gang raped in the yeah. mosh pit during Limp Bizkit's set. Holy yeah, there was shit. a lot of that. They focused on that for a bit of the, um, in the documentary. Well. Awful. There was like supposedly like hundreds of instances of rape and shit. Like it's like crazy and so stuff. did anyone get prosecuted for this or was it just like no, man it's I mean, fucking like, woodstock like who are how are they how are they gonna find i don't know it's, like how do they do anything a bunch of shirtless white dudes they all they're all the same you know what i mean like how are you supposed to know who raped you in a crowd of fifty thousand people uh-huh so wait so like uh wow creep is this a series wow. or is it just um like a movie I think it's a series, and this is like the first iteration. I don't think they're all going to be about um, Woodstock. Oh, I see. I, I did know that. Okay, so this particular one of Music Box is about Woodstock '99. Yeah, I don't know what the other ones are, gotcha. or when they're coming out, or anything. I haven't looked that up yet. But it was really fascinating. Um, Jamiroquai like was that. there. Yeah, <laughs> that's where most of the rapes no occurred. <laughs> Moby was there. He played like a late night rave and said uh, it was like the worst thing he's ever done. Jeez why was it Brown. so bad? Because he's just like I don't know, he's just you know, the crowd, you know. Oh, it's just okay. like So the Saturday lineup Kid Rock into Wyclef Jean, then Counting Crows, Dave Matthews Band, Alanis Morissette, Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine, Metallica. I can yeah, only imagine That's when everything went wrong is Saturday, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, who thought that those would be good to transition into one another? Dude, I'm not going to lie, though. Like, Rage Against the Machine. That is a great lineup, though. Like, Rage Against the Machine into Metallica. That's like a fucking night. Yeah. That's incredible. Like, would I put DMB in a land? Are you saying that that you'd want to go see Crouching Crows, too, though? Hmm? I mean, Mr. Jones and me see it all the, the pretty uh, women or however that song goes pretty yep. astonishing clips from the first day where dmx plays yeah r.i.p um he does his famous the song. bark i can't I, no the other one i can't really name say the name of it but it basically goes like my yeah over and over again and the entire crowd is just yelling back at him the, the n-word over it's there's it's just a sea of white you know like, yeah it's just one pasty mess of a crowd. Where was this? Griffiths Air Force Base, a super yes. fun site. Where is had Griffiths Air New Force York. Base? Had it been New York, because that's like Woodstock's thing. Is it's from? It's in New York. So. I guess so, man. Yeah, it yeah. is in upstate New York. 
I I love like upstate New York is like this void of America. You could name anything yeah. and say it's in upstate New York, and I'd believe you. Right. It's very pretty. If you ever have a I'll chance, go take your word for lakes. it. Again, a void. Sure, man. You could say that there was a canyon there, and I'd believe you too. Um, <laughs> the Adirondack so, Mountains, very pretty. Uh, oh, oh, I just remember there's like a scene where they're like people are like pleading they're like we were pleading with fred durst just please please try to calm these people down <laughs> calm the crap he's like no he's like, yeah my, yeah he's like my I'm, rendition of i did it all for the nookie will be yeah. to, about peace and love like i literally have a song about like killing people with chainsaws yeah and i think one of was it's break stuff a song yeah, yeah it's just my music is about fucking shit up how am i supposed to so did they have the artists like being interviewed like what was what did fred durst come off as a reasonable human no, they being didn't, they didn't talk to fred durst oh, they, the only artist they were able to talk to is like moby the guy from creed who no one likes scott stapp. Like, scott stapp yeah like they talked to him and i think um one of the guys from Counting Crows. I think Wyclef Jean said something. He, they think they talked to him for just a split second. What did Wyclef Jean say? I don't remember. Gotcha. Because it, I, I, it might have even just been a clip from him talking about it, like post. You know. I don't think it was for the interview or for the docu series. It sounds to a great. Lot of attendees. This sounds like this. Despite like the weird like rape, that's just awful to even think about. Right. Like that, it sounds really good. Yeah, like I said, it's like an interesting. Um, How many mats of, do you give it? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a full full mats. You know, full, full like eight, full? Or, eight or nine. You know, like I'd recommend it to anyone who remotely likes the '90s or music. Or Peace, like, love, and rage. You know, like, wow. Like I remember oh. watching it like when, on TV when I was a kid, like like talking about like the fires happening and like the water shortage and like people throwing all their trash on the stage, just being absolute like maniacs. And now we'll never That's have another happened. Woodstock again. They oh, tried to do. They it's... tried to 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 do one like for next year, but it it already fell through. It's the twenty twenty two. Like post pandemic Woodstock, yeah. People are so fucking stupid. Oh, didn't they have Coachella this year? They did. Oh, yeah, I mean they just had Lollapalooza. Like I oh, said, I yeah. was before the stream. I was like pulling up the Limp Biscuit played at Lollapalooza. So really, did they yeah. struggle to get people? Like what? What was happening? No, it was the crowd is. Uh, Oh, I don't know about that, but yeah, it was like the return of Limp Biscuit. But the return of Limp Biscuit in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two or yeah, they were doing they're doing a tour. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, yeah. well, pandemic what, tour. What well, else did you What else did you do? Fred Durst, by the way, is like absolutely an anti vaxxer or he has like incredibly like genuine PSAs, and there's really no in between, in between here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I, I would say he's an anti-vaxxer. Anything else, Matt? No, no, not really. Are, are you nope. gonna, gonna? I wanted to play that Splitgate, but I never got a chance. Oh yeah. Would you? Uh, did you get a chance to play Splitgate? Fuck, I did not. I, I really want great. to. I. It's really I, fun. I love the fact that you think it's really fun after playing against a bunch of bots, though. 
That was like the best. Yeah, I was very (laughs) devastated to learn. I was feeling so good after the first couple rounds. Like, oh, wow, I still got it. Not a terrible first-person shooter. And then Kevin posted the Discord. Yeah, you're playing against bots until level 10. No, Splitgate's definitely on my to-dos. I mean, I don't know. It seems kind of cool to learn a map and, like, play against bots. I'm never against bots. Like, I feel like the golden age of bots have gone by, uh, and I don't know why no one invests in bot you technology. Know what, you remember what game had good bots? Killzone? Time? I have no idea. We well, were... yeah, those had good. Those were pretty good. But um, Perfect Dark, I remember playing a lot of games oh, against those bots, were good bots Perfect Dark, and they, they, I never really felt like I was just, like, killing bots, you know? Perfect Dark is a forgotten franchise where they made one yeah. great game and then the and then Xbox version like, is fucking terrible. What if she was sexy? <laughs> Joanna Dark? She was yeah, kind of sexy in the like, N64 version, but it was hard to tell. But it's a different kind of sexy, yeah. Yeah. She She's was like a La Femme Nikita. Yeah. Instead of uh, Scarlett Johansson, which is what they were going for, it seemed like, in the Yeah, the once uh, Iron Man 2 came out, they're like, that's what we're going for. Yeah, it didn't work out for them all that well. Uh, I didn't do much. I, I never do much. Like, uh, But I did play uh, Magic. The new set came out, which is like D&D themed. And mm. I, it's cool. Like, I like the D&D stuff. I just don't know enough about D&D to really appreciate it. So um, I re- If only there was someone here who does so much D&D, he could talk about it no but i mean he died right so i got the yeah, journals in his rip. will so like i have to go through the journals and see like his various campaigns and read about like these different creatures and it's pretty cool i don't know like you know what the problem is is i'm at once not a competitive person and yet also insanely competitive and so i will go on like these losing streaks where i refuse to stop uh, and uh, it has not been healthy, and I <laughs> snapped at Emily, uh, where she's just like, you know, you should really come to bed. And I was like, Emily, I'm not losing to this guy who's spamming nice at me, like an emote that says nice. I guess it's not happening. Like I'm not losing this Earth deck. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And but like I don't know, it's. I, I like magic. I don't know why I like magic. Like I, I wish I could give as good of a holistic understanding as to why Brian likes Dota. Um, I accept that I can never convince anyone to play magic as much as I play magic, and I, I can't articulate as to why because I'm able to purposely envelop myself into a death spiral of rage. Uh, well, like, which I have is watched you on stream play magic and like had rules up trying to figure out what the fuck is happening in magic and it is impossible like dota at least it's like go kill the ancient defend your ancient what the fuck is going on in magic uh you're trying to stay alive you got hit points you got hit points you're trying to reduce the other person to zero or try to attack them it's bewildering it is following it's built off of like you know 30 years of rules and mechanics and like that's that's a game where um having the community of like in person and paper is so important like i have lied to the podcast audience more than once saying that this is a good time to get into magic there's never a good time to get into magic because like i I think (laughs) i realized that what is required is um it's just like having a community like a like a paper community like you go to the game store you play your first rounds, you get your ass kicked, very similar to, you know, you getting your ass kicked choosing a hero in, in Dota. But uh, 
like without that, like it's miserable, right? Like Matt understands magic because he played it with us in person. We can explain the rules to him. And like, it doesn't mean that he like kept up with it, yeah, but he's still I able don't to think you yeah. could learn it just playing the uh, computer. It's game. just, it, it's, it, it's impossible. And so like what I've found is like with these new sets, it's just, okay. Uh, if I do well, it's because I've leveraged my historical knowledge of the game. And when I do badly, I uh, become effectively a salt cube. Uh, sitting at my desk <laughs> getting more and more upset at some kid who's spamming nice at me. Um, so I've done that a lot. That's the I worst, because, like, there's no... In that game, there's no way to just... For them to directly say, like, go kill yourself. I would there's so much really prefer weird it! Passages. Oh, you my prefer God! To be, told, be told to kill yourself rather than, like, good game it, after you got stuck. Yes! Yes! The passive aggressiveness in, like, Hearthstone and Magic is so nasty. It's so it, fucking it brutal. It cuts yeah. you to the bone it, so I, fast. You're, Matt... Because there's just no personality behind it Have you all. considered... cold as fuck. Have you considered leaving Megan and marrying me? Because, <laughs> like, I feel like we're soulmates. Like, I so agree with you. It th It's yeah. the fact that I can't just, like, respond... Beyond clicking my own emote is so frustrating. What and is I there can't... not an emote you can like do back? Like, is like there what no nice or okay just... or good yeah. game? Like this is not good. It's not enjoyable. Yeah. Like, can you imagine? Oh, see, when, a, like, you... Dota has game is hard. So when people flame me, I like to spam that back. Game is right, hard. Right, but game you're getting hard. flamed, and so you can respond back in it with an emote. But, like, if someone emotes you, what do you respond back as an emote? Like, I don't know. Sure. There's, I immediately regret my decision. There's space created. A lot of, yeah. a lot of real salty ones. But I see it, what you mean. It's when it's a one-on-one, -on -one, like, what do you do? Oh, it's so bad. Like, if I was in Dota and I could say, yes, I fed top, like, that would be, that would be great. That's, like, a powerful yeah. emote. Or and you it, could just, co like, comment, like back and just say some dumb shit like totally just now. to diffuse the situation yeah i can't i can't i can't and so like there are like instances in arena where i know i'm going to lose but it's going to take me like three or four turns to lose and this guy is just like spamming good game at me it's like so frustrating yeah. yeah they want me to disconnect and be like and have that no, satisfaction I make them play it out dude you gotta earn you gotta play that win out i walk i walk away from the computer but then who's winning like who's <laughs> just two salt cubes? Back yeah, like two. <laughs> it's just like I like that. That that's the kind of scenario where there's like there's no high ground here. Like if I leave early, he gets to play another game faster. Yeah, and he wins, right? He gets to win. But, like you still have to sit there. But I still have to sit there, and it's just like cool. I'm getting angrier and angrier. Like, uh, uh like, just in a, in a pressure cooker of my own rage. It's so frustrating. And yet I do it to myself so fucking often. It's terrible, man. Um, I played through Intergrade. Did you, anyone else play through... You, you don't have a PlayStation 5 and you don't care, Matt. But you played through Intergrade? No, Brian? I don't even know what game this is. I wish I had a PlayStation 5. It's the Final Fantasy VII Intergrade. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've I've been... I'm replaying Final Fantasy VII Remake on the PlayStation 5 and being amazed by the graphics, but I haven't played Intergrade yet. Is it because you chose not to... Uh, like, why didn't you just go straight to Intergrade? Oh, because, I don't know, I like barely remember how to play, so I was just going to like play until, I don't know, 
oh, I was going to do the motorbike mini game and then switch over. Oh, so are you trophy hunting in that game? Because I've started this trophy hunt just generally in Final Fantasy. Oh, no, I don't I don't believe in trophy hunting. I don't care about trophies. If I get one, it's like, oh, hey, look at that. I care about trophies in games I really like. So like there's a there's a some sort of like trophy uh, with the with the mini bike one, uh, which I like. I like that section of the game a whole lot. Yeah, but I was going to say, um, if you are into trophy hunting uh, podcast listeners, there's a great game to do it because if you import your save from the PlayStation 4 version, it just copies over all your trophies. It's like kind of hilarious. Like you'll boot up the game and then you'll just get like all of the trophies like slowly pinging up. Yeah, it's hilarious. It takes 10 minutes. Um, man, I like, I, I like Yuffie a whole lot. The combat They're, seems crazy. Yeah, she's great. And like all the stuff that they added is cool. I like, I like what they're doing with remake, and it's just insanely beautiful. It's one of the best uh, games um, I've ever played, and like just going back and playing it has been good. Uh, I I really am excited to finish it. Um, I beat Persona Five Strikers. I was on the last dungeon. That game is great. Like if you like Persona Five, don't fuck around. Just get Strikers. It's so good. Um, it's not as good as Royale. But, you know, it's more Persona 5, so I'm not going to say no to that. Still pretty good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, What a great great. game. Um, I have to say, though, Brian, you didn't talk about Dark Souls. Do you want to talk about Dark Souls Demon Souls. Yeah, I've been playing. So, yeah, I I talked about this with Sud when we met up in person Sunday morning. Uh, I've been playing Demon Souls, and part of the reason I've been playing Final Fantasy VII Remake is, like, as a palate cleanser for some of them. I've been a little disappointed Mm. by it, and this is, admittedly, Sud, back in the day... This must have been like 2009, 2010. Tried to get me in to Demon Souls, and I think I made it like to the first boss, and was just like, oh, "Okay, this is kind of cool," but it didn't really grip me. And then played Dark Souls, fell in love with Dark Souls, and like Soulsborne, Sekiro, all that, super into. And so I was really excited to get a PlayStation Five and to play the remake of Demon Souls because it was like the one in the series I hadn't played. And like I recognize it's the beginning of the series, but like the bosses are kind of a joke, and a lot of them are just gimmicky. Um, the actual enemies in, or like the actual levels, are way way harder, which I find really well, interesting. Yeah, especially the like um, the armored guys you come across that aren't just like the typical enemies. Yeah, they're like other. Yeah, they or or like the fucking black phantoms that will always respawn. Like, and it's just like, oh Jesus Christ! Like these guys are even beefier than the normal enemies I'm facing, um, which I've I've found interesting, but like. I don't know. The bosses are some of the best parts of Soulsborne's games in my book. And so I've been a little disappointed in that respect. But the actual levels themselves are really well designed and really good. Have you heard of this, like, uh, Cinder's mod for Dark Souls 3 on the PC, Brian? I have. And I've been, I'll be honest with you. I have it on uh, the PlayStation. And I've been tempted to buy it on the PS or the PC just to get it. And play the so you could mod. play the boss rush mode. Did you know he put in a boss rush mode yeah. in the latest update? So is For that sure. like what you kind of want out of a Souls game? Like, would you do? You, would you want that as a feature? I wouldn't want it for Demon Souls because the bosses aren't that interesting. And I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, they're like, not that good. Yeah. I but I don't mind like you know the games themselves in Dark Souls or, or uh, you know like the levels themselves. I think those are part of the fun, but. I don't know, in a boss, I think Sekiro put in a boss rush um, in one of the post-patch things or post-release things. But yeah, they did. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I just I think it's a very fun series. I think Elder Ring is becoming the Winds of Winter, and it's never coming out. Um, Wait, they have a release date. That's more than the Winds of Winter can say. It's gonna get pushed mm-hmm. back. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I think uh, we're gonna start seeing a lot of things start getting pushed back here for in sure. the next uh, five months. Yeah, but it will. Uh, so you're on the last know. boss, right, of Demon Souls? Yes, the last real. And boss. And you killed a pursuer or whatever, or penetra- the, the penetrator. Yeah, right? he was a joke. Penetrator. I killed him the first try, and I was shocked by it. I remember just, that one being really hard, but I feel the like... The Flame Lurker, I feel like, is the hard one. Now, I, I think that would have been very hard had I not been trained by all the other games. Yeah, I feel like like Penetrator is such an archetypal Souls boss. They're like, oh, all of these other versions of Souls bosses pretty much come from Penetrator. And it's and like, then... once, once you figure it out, like, oh, you're telegraphing this move, and all I have to do is just kind of dodge to the left... And every move yeah. can be adapted that way. Like that that was kinda where I was just like, alright, whatever. Life goes cool. on. Cool. So you But yeah, what, Demon Souls, good game. Uh glad I played it. Probably would rank it below every other game in the Soulsborne slash Sekiro universe. Yeah. Uh, still enjoy it though. Uh, but I'm it, also a madman who apologizes for Dark Souls two, which I think is an underrated game. I like the add-on content more than I like the main game in Dark Souls 2. The add-on, the DLC is incredible, but also just like the amount of weapons and like the power stances, how that fucks with all the weapons. It, it's a lot yeah. of fun, and it just really feels like you can play that game with literally anything, and it becomes sure. super fun. So I, no, I don't I, know. You're, I you're that, right. a lot of replayability, and I think people overestimate how. Uh, how a non-linear Dark Souls 1 is. Because, like, the first half of the game, very interconnected, very, like, you know, everything leads into everything else. It's not the case in the second half of the game. No, there's a lot of, like, dead ends. Um, Yeah. Which is mostly Dark Souls 2, but I respect from in Dark Souls 2 being like, let's just go to a bunch of weird places and try shit. Sure. Do you like Dark Souls 3 more than both those games? Uh... Yeah, Dark Souls 3 is great. The DLC is so hard, but so much fun. Did you beat it? I never beat the yeah. DLC. I bought yeah, I, I got it, it and I was like, I can't I can't deal with this right now. It's really it's fucking too- hard. Like I I it was I originally did not beat it, and that was one of my quarantine things where I was just like, Alright, I'm stuck at home. I'm just gonna play a bunch of Dark Souls and sure. reinstalled Dark Souls three, got to the DLCs and was just like, Alright, let's do this. Yeah, man. Um, I do think the boss of the first DLC, where it's like Sister Freddy, is harder than the boss of the Ringed City DLC, Slave Night Gale. I don't remember any of these terms. I I, I believe you, but also I'm not going to pretend and say, "Uh uh-huh, and then nod. (laughs) All good. I don't know. uh, I don't have much. I've always tried to play the other Dark Souls game stuff. I'm I'm too much of a baby. They're too hard. They're I mean, very hard. if I when if I lose like a couple times in a row, I'm just like, Ugh. you know. And it's I don't know like, what it is about. I can't Dark just Souls. keep doing the like getting hammered into the ground. Like, I need to have some success in the beginning of a game. You know, what I'm I mean? 
I'm usually like that, and I really don't yeah. know what it is about the Soulsborne games that just like cause me to push through. But I really like, like it. Yeah, I'm sure that once you get to that point where you you know you can just traverse through the games better. I don't know. I, it doesn't happen to me quick enough. So Matt, this isn't a criticism, but how many dabs do you do before you start playing a game? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it depends. See, the fact that you said it depends, I think, speaks volumes as just, to your success yeah, rate like, in the game. And it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, yeah. if I'm high off my ass, I don't know if I can play those games and be successful. Just no, say, I don't know. I used to play Dark Souls high out of my mind. You can do it. It's just, you have to think of them as rhythm games. They're not fighting games. They're rhythm games. It's like, See, oh, yeah, when the enemy I, does I, this, I that's the input I have to. I'm way more of a fighting game, and I'm just trying to, like, fuck everyone up with my cool weapons and stuff, and it just... This isn't, yeah, it's not like Devil May Cry. It's more like you have to sit there and wait. Or if you're playing Sekiro or Bloodborne, do not wait or you will die. Um, (laughs) But yeah, kind of a damp squib for me. It's always a damp squib. All I do is work. In fact, after I hang up here, I'll I'll, I'll be going to work. Hot uh, damn. Hot damn, indeed. I'm going to stop recording. In about three, two, one.